The Movement of Mississippi. I'm your hostess, Tiffany Jefferson, and this is One Movement Moving Forward. And our special guest today is the one and only Coach Mike Espy. How are you, Coach? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well. Thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me. You are more than welcome. And to our listeners out there, a lot of you from Mississippi are already familiar with Coach Espy. He is an NFL former football player. He went to Madison Central, correct? Absolutely. Uh, Home of the Jaguars. Uh, that's right. That's right. And also went to Ole Miss. What position did you play? Wide receiver. You were amazing. Well, and I, I, pre- I appreciate it. And if anyone is out there, I'm going to say this firsthand because I'm a mom. Everybody kind of knows that. So if you are looking for your children or yourself for personal athletic training to be an elite athlete, this is the person to go to top notch. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Um, you know, we we here at D1, we, we offer all types of trainers. We start at seven years old. We go into professional athletes and, and we train everybody in between. Awesome. And that is what we're talking about today is our elite athletes in Mississippi. How likely is it to find an elite athlete in the state of Mississippi? Oh, gosh, it's 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 uh, more common than you think. Yes. Um, you know, Mississippi, Mississippi, we are blessed um, to have so many really, really, really good athletes, elite athletes in the state. Um, some of them are noticed. Uh, but to be honest with you, for every one that you see, there's probably about three more that you don't see. Now, why is that? Why is there always three more that you don't see from Mississippi? Or is that common in other places? I think that's that's probably common uh, in other places. I don't know if it's it's as prevalent as it is in Mississippi. Um, I know that that through whatever reason or not, but you always have your your ones that rise to the top. But then you have some that fall through the cracks. Um, okay. and they, they fall through the cracks whether it's through uh, just not being able to be seen um, or whether it's through some other reason other than that, it it happens. But Mississippi is just loaded with athletes. Okay, so I think the average Mississippian knows that and really relishes on that, but they're concerned about that falling through the crack. For those individuals that can be that uh, flower that grows out of the sidewalk, we're we're totally excited about the exception, but what about everybody else in between? How do we rise above that? Well, I think I think this Mississippi is is changing uh, from the standpoint of you're having more people in the field, um, in the industry with resources um, that will reach out to coaches that okay. will that will be able to have these athletes that are flying under the radar being seen. I know we here at D1, um, you know, we have a lot of relationships with a lot of different schools, a lot of different teams, a lot of different coaches, a lot of different people in general. You do. And and we will put those names out there. Um, You know, the only thing that we want to see is we want to see people come in. We want to see them work hard. And if they have the athletic ability, um, we're going to put them out there, um, irregardless of if they're at a school and they're not getting the shine that maybe they should or their school runs a certain type of offense or defense that doesn't really highlight them. Okay. Whatever the reason, whatever the reason may be, um, we're going to we're going to help get them out there. But just like 
it's us here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more people in the state that are trying to do and doing very similar things to what we are. So what about those individuals that maybe live in rural areas or lack the economic resources? What are their chances? Huh, well, yeah. I, it's tougher. It's tougher um, just on the standpoint of, you know, just being seen. Okay. Um, you, you know, right now, obviously, with COVID-19, it's put a lot of athletes uh, kind of behind from the standpoint of if I were to answer that question pre-COVID-19, I would say, mm-hmm. you know, these kids need to go to camps. Um, these kids need to, to to get some film and to, to, send, to send to these schools, send to these coaches. Um, but right now, that's a little tough, right, because there are no camps. Uh, there, there's nothing like that. So essentially, coaches are looking at old film of these guys and things like that. Okay. So what I would say is, look, like, honestly, if, if you think you got the talent, then make it. If, if football happens for you this season, then you have to go out and make it happen on Friday night, regardless of where you are, okay, if you, if you can ball – somebody's eyes are going to get on you and somebody is going to, going to highlight you to a coach and get you seen. Um, or if Friday mm-hmm. night football is not going to happen to you for you, man, go out, go out in the yard. This is going to sound real basic. Go out in the yard, get your, get your homeboy or, or uh-huh. your friend to, to, to get the phone out and record you doing some drills. Put okay. it on Twitter, put it on Twitter, put it on Instagram, tag every school, tag all these schools, and and then that and if you can play and the film looks good, that'll strike some interest in some guys and, and guys will start asking about you. Then the coach is going to call the school and see about getting film on you and things like that. But I think being proactive, being proactive and not just sitting there uh, and, and saying, well, I'm from this school, so nobody's going to look at me right. or COVID-19 hit. And so I'm not going to be seen. No, be proactive. Uh Everybody has access to a phone, whether it's your phone or somebody your mom's else's phone, you, <laughs> That's right. or somebody else's phone. Everybody has access to something. Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. Get a friend to film you working okay. and send it. And you will never, you, you put it like this, you would never know if you don't try. You have to shoot your shot. Now, I, you know, when you follow someone, I, I'm going to go from the, the best of the best, the elite, LeBron James' son. He is, I believe, going into the ninth or tenth grade, and he's had forty Division One recruiting offers. Now that is in a unique situation, but I will say this: LeBron James does have a system in place, clearly, for he and his sons and his daughter. Yes. Would you say what would you? Say, I don't even know what question to ask on that. What would you say that most families need to do for that? And we understand that this is the elite. But this is what we're comparing ourselves to. You know, uh, LeBron James is LeBron James. He is. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very unique situation. But um, I think that, that a lot of families and a lot of parents can take, can take this from them. You know, he's very proactive. He is. Um, he's he's, he's going he's gonna to try to put his kids in the best position possible. Okay. You know, he has a lot of resources that most of us don't have. Of course. Um. But at the same time, at the same time, you know, I'll compare him. So I'll go elite like LeBron James and I'll compare him to a dad that brought his kid in the, in the other day. He brought in a seven year old child. He said, my child wants to train. My child 
is is really focused on this. Now he's talking about a seven year old child. Yeah, I saw him. He's amazing. And and when he did, when he when he was just telling me that I I wasn't too sure about it, but then when he brought the kid in, I was like, man, he's focused. He's locked in. So what that dad to me, what that dad did is he saw, he recognized that his kid is gifted or special in a certain way. And so what he wanted to do is put his put his kid in the best position possible. Right. So just to be honest with you, whether that's academics, whether that's sports or whatever, as parents, you know, that's kind of well, that's mm-hmm. really one of our responsibilities um, to help nurture, to help nurture what our child is gifted at or what they what their dreams, goals and passions are. But so I relate those two a little bit because LeBron, because if LeBron James son was a golfer, yes. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he would have done everything to to put him in the best position to be the best golfer um so yeah you just have to be able to sit and recognize uh what your kid has or if you if you don't have that ability to do that okay and they think they want to do something then take them to an expert take them to a coach Mm -hmm. be like hey coach listen i really want you to give me my your your expert opinion about this you know my father when i was growing up he took me to a place called fast camp in boca raton florida yeah um, uh-huh. He did, and when he and when he took me to fast camp, he straight up asked them. He was like, "Now listen, is does he does he have a future in in this?" And they told my dad. They said, "Listen, if he stays uh, injury free and he stays on the trajectory that he's on, he will be in the NFL." Um, so he so he heard that, and then guess what he did? He kept pouring into it in that regard. So we just have to, as parents, we just have okay. to care, um, and we just have to to, to try to find uh, what our kids are good at and the interests are in, and we have to nurture it, whatever it is, sports or not sports. You know, my little brother yes. is not an athlete. Uh-huh. Um, he's not, okay. but but um, my entire family embraces him and what he's best at and he's at harvard right now. well he's not at harvard right now because he's doing online yeah my but... son's at online harvard <laughs> yes uh-huh. right so he's at online harvard uh now and he's gonna be amazing and so you know we just gotta find we just we just have to nurture these kids that's it you said it and do you mind telling our listeners who your dad is my dad is my dad's mike espy uh Yay. former congressman former congressman former secretary of agriculture running for united states senate yes yeah, so i just i wanted to definitely put a plug in for your dad so i just wanted to say we're rooting for him so for those Thank you. you're welcome and so for those individuals who are uh so that's from a parent perspective and for those who have passed that stage you're no longer under the roof of your parents what do we do you're in college or maybe you just recently graduated particularly the the ones that just got out of college maybe something happened in college you're no longer eligible this that kind of thing but you still have some athletic ability there's too many that fall by the wayside i know you've seen it yeah i see it i see it all the time yeah um what do they do well you know there are a lot of different things um one which i would tell every single one of the athletes that i train is listen man first and foremost your education is first uh, you need to get that degree. Um, you always, you always need to have a plan B, uh, and you cannot, you can, first off, you can't play football for the rest of your life. So you need to be preparing for life after football. Always. <laughs> so, always. Okay. Um, you know, that being said, if you have somebody that 
is, is graduated or their eligibility is gone. Um, you know, it's very similar in the regards to trying to get your name out there. You know, these NFL coaches, these these um, Canadian ball yeah. coaches, uh, and now the XFL is about to rise up again. Okay. Uh, you know, you can reach out to them. You can send them film. You can ask somebody, do they have any connection with a certain team? Um, and and really just show, try to showcase yourself. There are a lot of there, they, COVID-19 has changed some things, but normally there are tryout camps. Normally there are um, um, showcases and things like that in mm-hmm. which people can go to in which if they are flying under the radar, if they have that certain type of talent, then a coach will be able to see them at those and pick them out of the bunch. This is a million dollar advice. It really is. Well, I, I, it really is. I, 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 Sorry to be I appreciate that. that. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's true. This is million dollar advice. And some of it is very plain, very simple. I think we get a lot of different um, scenarios on it. Um, I, another question that I have, and I'm not going to keep you too much longer. I think, you know, I look at time, like if you're in uh, 9th, 10th, 11th, or 12th grade, uh, I look at that as quarters, if you will. Ninth grade is first quarter. 10th grade is second quarter. You get what I'm saying. Right, right. And too many of us in Mississippi, what I mean by that, or even if you pass that stage, we're always waiting to the fourth quarter to make a big play. Right, right. What happens I, if you are in that fourth quarter? Now, we can't go back in time, but what happens if you are in that fourth quarter trying to make a big play? What's your recommendation? Well, I'll, first and foremost, I'll say it's never too late. Um, it's Being never positive. too late. Mm-hmm. It's never it's never too late. You you have to remain positive. You have to to uh, always remember your goals, objectives, and what you want to reach. Um, and if you're in that in that fifth hour, you're in that 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 final hour. Yeah. You got to you have to put your foot on the accelerator. You have to put your foot on the gas. You have to exhaust every measure, every opportunity. Because what I see a, a lot of times is athletes are in that that at fourth quarter um and at that point i'm kind of sitting like okay what like what have you been doing before now right like i i get that this is the fourth quarter we're here but like what have you been doing before now all right because mm-hmm. ultimately if that's the case there's probably some underlying factor that we're not addressing um very then, true so I, I think the big picture is like address the underlying factor because if we get to that fourth quarter and now you want to crank it up then that whatever has put you in that fourth quarter will always come back and it'll rise again. So I think is you need to address what has been holding you back from the, from ultimately trying to achieve what you want to achieve. And then once you get there, then you have to objectively sit down and say, okay, what do I want to achieve? How do I want to achieve it? You set goals, you set dates to accomplish certain things. And then you shoot for it, right? Like, it's, like I said, it's never okay. too late. Then, then you shoot for it, whatever that may be. If it's, if it's okay, I'm in this situation and I have a, there's a tryout that is four months down the road. What do I need to do to get myself prepared for that moment, right? And then you, and then you take every step to do that. Or if there is no tryout, you say, okay, I need to be able to do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. I need to reach out to this coach and that coach. Okay, and they need to see me on film. Okay, I'm not ready to really showcase myself on film right now. Okay, how do I do that? Set a date. Talk to a coach. Say, coach, I'm going to send you film on X date. 
and then just go about and handle your business. Handle your business. Coach, this is Million Dollar Advice, and I know you've got you, – uh, Coach Espy has a, just a plethora and a wide range of vast knowledge. Please give us your contact information because I know there's going to be individuals that need to contact you, if you don't mind, a D1, and so they can get out to you and make that connection. Absolutely. Um, well, my, my phone number is 601-937-4528, and my email is mike.espy, S-E-S-P-Y, at d1training.com. You can contact me. Um, we can get you or your, your athlete in for an assessment, see where they are, and then we can go from there, and we can, we can knock some goals down and try to make some dreams happen. I love it. Try to make some dreams happen. Mike, thank you so much again. You're a doll. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's what the girls say. That's what we say, doll. Don't take it personally. <laughs> I don't. I'm fine. <laughs> I, I, thank you. This, thank you, everyone. This is the Movement of Mississippi. Again, we are one movement moving forward. Take care. All right.